Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. My name is Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about three advantages of creating a key person retention bonus for your top employees. We, you know, as we sit down with so many naturopathic doctors and practices, and, you know, they've got these doctors or key employees that if they lost them, it would, it would really hurt. And they're also looking at maybe, you know, maybe not being only the doctor as much. And so they're wanting to have these other doctors take on some of their patients so they can actually focus a little bit more on the business. And the common question we always ask them is, okay, what is your retention of them? Like, how are you going to keep them? What's going to stop them from leaving and starting their own practice or joining another person's practice? Yeah. And now this person that you've helped build up, the clientele that you've helped build up um, have just walked out the door. We've heard horror stories. We've heard so many stories of how so many of you have lost some of your doctors who've started their own practice or just left. And it was a big, it was a big financial hit to you. So this is something that we're passionate about and helping naturopathic doctors really understanding how to keep their best employees. Cause let's just face it. It's hard to find them and it's hard to keep them. <laughs> yeah. So this is designed to help like as a piece of the overall comp uh, structure to, to go ahead and help make it so that, when you win, they win and build loyalty and help them like want to stick around and, and help build the overall practice and vision that you have. So I guess we just defined the retention bonus there, Alex. Let, let's let's kind of dive into the, the three advantages of having this, right? So we're going to have you think, for those of you practice owners, we want you to think in terms of being the business owner, but we also want you to think of being the doctor that might leave? Why would they leave? Like what's going to keep them there? Right. So advantage number one is, okay, if I'm a doctor and in your practice, what's going to make me loyal to you in the practice, right? Setting some sort of bonus structure may keep me loyal to the practice. Maybe the bonus structure, and we're going to get into an example of what this this plan will look like momentarily, but maybe the bonus structure is set in a way where it's based on, you know, uh, revenue coming in the door and I get a higher percentage of that revenue. And the only way that I get the bonus is if I stay with you for a period of time. Yeah, I mean, this uh, oftentimes these policy or these structures rather are called golden handcuffs, where like what you're doing is you're you're essentially providing some extra compensation to uh, the these key employees, doctors or whomever, and at the same time you're also tying them to your practice. That's the handcuff component, so that they if they do leave, they're leaving behind. Uh, this this bonus compensation structure. So that's number one, creating that loyalty, right? If they're loyal, they're not going to leave, right? Number two, and this is really an advantage for for you, right? As the as the owner of the practice, is it's the flexibility where you get to choose who can participate in this type of bonus structure. Whereas a lot of retirement plans, a lot of other structures, you have to offer to all of your employees. 
in a non-discriminatory way. Exactly. This is a structure that you can offer it to your top employees that you want to make sure you keep. So the flexibility of that is huge. It is really designed around intentionally discriminating for specific groups of people. And then number three, it allows you to align your employee's compensation with the success of your practice, right? As you know, we love our employees. We want them to do well, but the practice also has to do well. And you to just up their salary <laughs> creates a liability on your balance sheet. And if there's no more revenue coming in the door, that's hard to handle, right? But if you're aligning, if you set this structure up and align it where the success of the practice creates that bonus, now now you both are on the same page. It's a win-win for both sides. Yeah. I I mean, it's almost to a certain extent, like some sort of like profit sharing type component where what you're doing is you're incentivizing people to try and work harder for you, to buy into the vision, to, to, you know, essentially create more revenue for the, for the firm or for the practice. um, And everyone gets to enjoy some of the fruits of that labor. Yep. So, so let's go through an example here, Alex, of, of a possibility of what that retention bonus might look like. Sounds good, Ryan. So first things first, right? So when you're designing this, you have to, A, you should know your employee, right? Like what's going to motivate them? What is going to keep them loyal? It's not all about the money, although this, this part of the conversation is about the financial picture, but it's also protecting your practice. So I'll give you an example. Alex and I are partners, Right. Even if we weren't partners, right? Let's just say I was Alex's employee. Alex, if I was a top employee and I was bringing in a lot of, you know, maybe top line revenue for you, if I left, would that affect, that would affect you pretty hard. Yeah, that'd be a bad day. To take it a step further, and this sounds harsh, but this happens all the time. If I were to get sick and couldn't come to work or worse, if I were to prematurely pass away, how would that affect you? Also an incredibly bad day. Right? So you have to protect the practice as well. And so one piece of designing this bonus is protecting your practice, right? The second piece is, Alex, if you give me a bonus at the end of one year, is that really going to hold me? (laughs) Is that really going to hold me to your practice? Maybe, but only in as much loyalty as as, uh, a dollar generates. And there's there's no... There's no stickiness. If somebody else offers you more, um, as long as there's a low friction for you leaving, um, you have you know high confidence that the other person will actually be able to pay you what they're promising you, then no, it doesn't at all. Um, and that that is exactly the issue that we're talking about. As an employer, I want to go ahead and make sure that like my key people are are tied up. Um, and that like, if they're, if they choose to leave, like it's a negative for them to leave. Um, and so the way in which we do this is through, by providing some additional, um, rewards, but tying it to them so that they don't receive it for two or three years. Yeah. So it's kind of, you set this up where it's almost an ongoing retention bonus and it's a vesting type bonus. Meaning for example, maybe this is a three year bonus at the end of three years, that's when I would get the bonus. And if I left, 
prior to the three years, I don't get it. Yeah. And so now let's imagine a situation where I'm just going to use easy round numbers. If it's a $10,000 bonus, like, okay, I owe Ryan 30 grand at the end of three years. The way in which Ryan looks at it at the end of one year is, hey, I, um, you know, one year closer, I've essentially earned 10 grand out of that 30 grand. So he would treat it mentally like it's a $10,000 bonus, which that probably doesn't suck. At the same time, at the end of year two, you now have one year to go before you receive that bonus. And so now he's going to treat it a lot differently. Um, He's going to have felt as though he's earned 20K worth of bonus. And so now that, that bonus is a lot stickier for, for the employee. Because if they leave, they are essentially losing 20 grand. You know, sometimes people think about it as like, oh, hey, I've got to work. Uh, I've already worked and earned 20 grand. Other times people are like, oh, well, if I stay one more year, I get 30, 30 grand in that for working that one year. Either way, it works in your favor. Um, and if they leave before, they don't get the 20 grand. They have to stay all three years in this hypothetical example um, to go ahead and receive the bonus, which again, in this example is 30 grand. And that that would be a ongoing plan, right? Like when it's getting closer to the three years, I'm guessing you're probably going to sit down with me and essentially create another (laughs) structure to keep me the next three years, as long as I'm still doing what I had been doing. Right. And so one of the things that this can do is it can create these inflection points where somebody may want to go ahead and leave like right at the end of three years when, when the bonus gets paid out and there's ways that we can go ahead and overlap it. So it's like, okay, yeah, the first one might be three years. And then two years in, we might create a second four-year bonus. And so now like essentially every two years, we've got some amount of bonus coming due um, and we can design it in such a way where, um, where essentially the the dollar amount stays the same, um, but it's paid out every two years, but it's a four-year vesting. So they always have some amount of bonus that they're foregoing if they leave. Um, and so this, this winds up creating more, it, it, you're gaining loyalty because you're providing a nice bonus. And at the same time, you're also incentivizing them to stay by constantly having this negative outcome if they leave. Yep. And another piece of this is as the owner, right, would it be easier if you had a setup plan where you were essentially putting money into this plan monthly rather than trying to find $30,000 three years from now? Uh, yes. The easy answer to that is yes. <laughs> right. Like anything else in life with money, right? Like how much, how easy is it to go find $30,000 versus what you've been saving for, for that specific period of time. Right. And then, so what we're talking about here as, as we're designing this is, you know, Alex has concerns of me passing away prematurely, right? That would be a big hit to him. Alice has concerns of making sure that I don't leave after I receive the bonus. Right. Alex has concerns of funding the bonus. Right. 
And so what we can do is we can design that. So the the design of this specific plan, and th- there are different ways to do this. This is just one type of plan is essentially Alex could go purchase a whole life insurance policy on me. So I'm the insured, Alex is the owner. And in that, so if I prematurely pass away, Alex will get that life insurance benefit. So that will help him replace me. Now, I know this sounds harsh, right? I I get, this may be off-putting to some of you. This is strictly from the business, protecting the business standpoint. Yes, it's really sad that I passed away and we, we can take care of other benefits to make sure that my family's taken care of. That's a side conversation. This is strictly protecting the business. In this case, it's Alex's, right? So the life insurance is there and life insurance is always that first, protecting, right? Protecting the revenue, protecting yourself. The second piece inside of that whole life insurance policy is this asset that's called cash value. So as you're paying a monthly premium or monthly payment towards that, this policy is building cash value that you, the owner, can actually touch. So if designed properly at the end of the three years, Alex will have the money sitting inside of this whole life insurance policy that he could either borrow from the policy or just withdraw from the policy to pay me my bonus. And the only way I get it is if I stick around for, in this case, three years. So it's a very cost-effective very efficient way of protecting the practice, taking care of me, the employee, and taking care of Alex. Yeah, making sure that, heaven forbid, something happens to Ryan, it's self-completing in the event of a disability, in the event that Ryan passes away, I now have an inflow of cash to be able to to deal with the fact that I just lost one of my key people. Um, you know, and and most of the time, like it's there's it's not just oh, the business lost one of its top producers. It's all of the mental and emotional anguish that goes along with losing people that you work in, work with day in and day out. Um, most of the folks that like we wind up talking to, to a large extent, their employees become almost like a second family to them. And so like making sure that we're, like dealing with and addressing and figuring out how to how to accomplish all of the stuff that needs to occur and at the same time be able to 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 deal with the the mental and emotional loss ourselves. So in review, right, the, the three advantage of having this retention bonus is keeping your top employees so that your practice continues to thrive. And in doing so, right, you're building loyalty with your employees. You've got flexibility of which employees can can be bonus in this in this instance, and also aligning my compensation, the employee, with the success of the practice. So it's a win-win in all, on all fronts, which takes us to the question of the day, Alex. Our question today is, what is, a, what is the strategy that you're using for keeping your top doctors and key employees? So head over to holistic-finance.com and there's a spot for you to answer that question. Or if you have questions, maybe from this episode or other financial questions that you want us to talk about on the episode, feel free to reach out to us in that capacity. Look, we started this podcast to help naturopathic doctors build a financially successful practice. If you got any value out of this, if you've never heard of a retention bonus and, you, and you're talking with other practice owners, share the share this episode, right? Because I don't know how many times I've brought this up and the ND kind of looks at me like I've never heard of this and this is a really good idea. So would love to share this message because 
the better your practice thrives, the more your message gets out there, which is the whole reason for all of this. So share that. As always, we hope this episode was valuable. And Mr. Collins, make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities LLC, OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201, phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives at the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, AR Insurance License Number 1531942, CA Insurance License Number 0K24924, Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699, CA Insurance License Number 0H24806. Pinpoint number 2020, 3154101, expiration April 2025.